Food Heals Nation, what have you been doing lately when it comes to truly caring for your skin? Have you tried any of the light therapy facials or the LED masks? I've shared on this show how I use lasers to completely remove my brown spots in the past, and I love anything that can help me with wrinkles or blemishes or redness or scars. I find a lot of great products on YouTube that I test out, and I've just discovered a new brand. It's called Lima, and when you see the before and afters on YouTube, you're going to be a convert too. They are changing the way that you care for your skin on actually a profoundly scientific level. This is the Lima laser. It's the world's most powerful clinic grade cosmetic laser device and the only laser FDA cleared for at home use. Why this is important is because I was spending, I'm not going to tell you how much, way too much money years ago when I was getting rid of those brown spots when I was really healing my skin. And now This same type of technology is available at home, and I'm here for it. I am so excited. So this is a near-infrared laser light that penetrates deep into the dermis, simultaneously working on your fat, muscle, and bone to give you like a non-surgical facelift. It transforms your skin. It helps skin issues like wrinkles, sagging, blemishes, pigmentation, redness, breakouts, and scars. And it does this with zero damage, zero pain, and zero downtime. And I remember the lasers that I used to do, they did have some downtime, so this is great. Make sure to check out some of the before and after photos on the website so you can see what I'm talking about. They have YouTube videos too. But the reason it's groundbreaking is it uses that near-infrared low-level light technology, which is completely cold and painless, and it's 100 times more powerful than an LED. And the craziest part is you can even use it with a full face of makeup. So check it out for yourself. Visit lima.life. L is for live. Y is for younger. M is for masterful. A is for approved, and learn more about the Lima Laser. If you're interested in trying one today, you can sign up for their newsletter. Tell them that Food Heals sent you, and please let me know if you order one. I want to hear about your results. Again, it's lima.life, L-Y-M-A dot life. Y'all, oh my God, Food Heals Nation, I just got the softest sheets and pajama set from Cozy Earth, and I had to go and get you a discount code too, so that you could experience the coziness as well. You can visit CozyEarth.com, use the promo code FOODHEALS, and you'll get an exclusive 35% off. So Cozy Earth, it's like your one-stop shop for what they call the luxury she deserves. So listen up, guys because this could make a great gift for that special someone, your girlfriend, your wife, the mother in your life. And don't forget, Mother's Day will be here before we know it. So get a gift for the mom or moms. Here's a nice little gift you could ask for. Anyways, let's start with the sheets to transform your sleep. The coolest thing about Cozy Earth Bedding is that it is temperature regulating. So you stay cool, which is so important when you're sleeping. Plus they are just so soft. It feels like I'm sleeping on a cloud. Plus I love the cozy earth quality and longevity promise. All products come with a 100 night sleep trial and a 10 year warranty. So incorporating cozy earth products into your self-care routine can enhance your sleep quality and just overall wellness. So Again, this is the luxury you deserve. You can treat yourself to the ultimate in comfort and indulgence with Cozy Earth bedding and sleepwear and prioritize your self-care and sleep health. 
And while you're at it, don't forget to check out the Bamboo Pajama Set. It was awarded Oprah's Favorite Things in 2019, so you know it's good. I love the softness and breathability of the fabric, and it has these really great side pockets. And don't forget that by supporting our sponsors, you support this show. Head over to CozyEarth.com, use the promo code FOODHEELS for an exclusive 35% off, and go get your mom the luxury she deserves on Mother's Day at CozyEarth.com with promo code FOODHEELS. Holistic Voice presents the Food Heals podcast with your hosts, Alison Melody and Susie Hardy. Join the Food Heals nation and learn the secrets to go from feeling unwell to healing yourself. Warning, side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, an increase in sexual activity, feelings of joy, cravings for kale and quinoa, and a spike in Tinder matches. In rare cases, women have experienced a strong desire to change their status update from hashtag blessed to hashtag OMG even more blessed than yesterday, hashtag loving life. If you've experienced any of these symptoms, make sure to tweet a Kardashian immediately. All right. Welcome, Food Heals Nation. Thanks for joining me. I'm Allison Melody. I've got three dogs here in the studio trying to get my attention. I'm hoping they don't bark throughout this, but they're so cute. Sometimes I just can't. If I'm not recording an interview, I just can't bear to lock them out of the room. So they're here. (laughs) Okay. So remember in episode 403, where I shared with you my story of getting mold toxicity. And what happened was, as soon as I began sharing it with my friends, I had so many people reach out and share that they had had a similar experience. Well, one of them was Laura Powers, who you know from multiple episodes of Food Heals, who is also the host of the Healing Powers podcast. So she wanted to do an episode on her show about mold as well. So we kind of came together to share our stories and our advice on mold for both of our shows for anyone who may be dealing with toxic mold. So you'll hear her share her story. You'll hear a little bit more about my story, where we're where we are today and what we're doing about it and what you can do about it if you're dealing with a similar situation. But a few quick things first, Food Heals Nation. For those of you who have been following along with my peptide journey, I wanted to share with you some updates. First of all, it's going absolutely fantastic. As you know, I started on the peptides back in October of 2022. It's now January, mid-January of 2023. Not mid-January. Gosh, it's um getting towards end of January. I can't believe that I'm leaving next week for PodFest, and that was going to be so far away, and that's now in less than a week because I leave on Wednesday. I can't believe it. Anyway, so started in October of 2022. Um, Through the next three months, lost 20 pounds, was feeling fantastic because the other thing about the peptides is because it's helping your hormones and it's helping you kind of control and not necessarily suppress your appetite, but recognize your full signal. So you're just not as hungry and you get fuller faster or you start feeling those signals of being fuller faster, at least in my experience, than I used to, right? And so that's been fantastic because when you eat less, you feel lighter in your body. You're able to exercise a little bit better, a little bit harder, a little do a little bit more. And so it's been a really interesting experience. And of course, who doesn't want to lose 20 pounds unless you're already at your ideal body weight? So that's been amazing. Well, here's something interesting. So if you haven't listened to the episode with Gabriella Waldman, all about how the peptides work, go back and listen to that episode. It aired um, the end of December and it was episode 400. So go back and listen if you're interested. But what I wanted to share with you was 
In that episode, we talked about, well, if you get on the peptides, is this something that you have to be on for the rest of your life in order to maintain, right? And her answer, you can listen to it in the episode, but as I recall, it was, it depends on the person. And that has now been my experience. So let me share why. So when I was displaced from my home because of the mold toxicity, I had run out of the peptides and yes, I can order more, but I didn't want to order them to my house because they have to be refrigerated right away and I was staying at hotels and I wasn't home and I didn't know when they were going to come and I didn't want to risk spending the money on something like that than not being able to immediately refrigerate them since I wasn't home. So I went two weeks without the peptide therapy. So I was curious to find out, well, does that mean that all the new habits that I've created and all the weight that I've lost is going to start creeping back? Because of course, that's a possibility. And I didn't know the answer to because I had been taking the peptides every Monday consistently for three months. Well, Food Heals Nation, I'm so happy to report that I've completely maintained the weight, haven't gained a pound, have stayed the ideal weight that I got to losing the 20 pounds in those two weeks being off the peptides, and my hunger and all of those cues, let's say, have remained the same. So I have no desire to overeat. I have no desire to turn to the fridge when I'm bored or when I'm busy or when I'm stressed, right? Those are all triggers for that we have when we get stressed. Often we turn to the fridge or we overeat because we don't want to deal with a feeling we don't feel like dealing with or it's a distraction. It's a pleasure distraction from the things we don't want to do. So overeating and maybe sitting there watching TV or sitting there distracting yourself on your phone is an avoidance tactic. So anyways, I'm so happy to report that I've been off now for two weeks and it's going on two and a half because I'm finally back in my home. Yay. Um, Which you'll hear more about in the mold episode, but I'm still brand new to the home. So I don't know if I'm going to relapse with the mold or not, but the ducts were redone. The entire HVAC system was redone. So thank you. Thank God for that. Um, So the mold has been removed. I'm still unclear on the mold remediation because that is something that I don't believe was done correctly. And so I'm currently waiting on a callback from the company. Um, So I will keep you updated on that. But the whole point is, I know I'm going off on a few tangents here. That's what happens. It's just a conversation. Forgive me. But I'm just glad that I found out and wanted to share with you, Food Heals Nation, in case you're considering the peptide therapy, that I do not need to be on the peptide therapy continuously to keep my results. Does that make sense? So whatever it's done to help me recognize my hunger cues, my full cues, and to balance the hormones, that has been sustained while I have not been on them for two weeks. So I think that's really cool. Now, I did make a four-month commitment. So uh, now that I'm back in my home, I did order my next round of peptides so that when I'm done with my four months, I can really go back and say, okay, did 
how much did this work and do I need to continue or am I off this for the rest of my life? Is this something that I do periodically, kind of like a cleanse to bring your body back into balance? That is all what I am learning and experimenting with right now. So of course, I will share with you Food Heals Nation as we go. That's what I do when I try something new. And um, we're having some great results in our group. We do have room for you if you want to join the Healthy AF program. That is a transformation program where a group of us, Food Heals Nation members, are supporting one another in getting healthy AF in the next four months together using a combination of things that have changed my life, and that is functional medicine testing. So finding out what your food allergies and food sensitivities are so you can change your diet accordingly and create the perfect diet for you. We're doing the peptide therapy, which we've seen some good results on so far. Um, The first person that started lost, I believe, six pounds right away, and so she is so excited. And then a couple of people just got started on the peptide therapy or are about to get started, so that's really exciting. And then we're doing some other things like adding more plants to our plate, learning about plant-based swaps that we can incorporate into our diets. We're going to start doing intermittent fasting and testing that, and then we're going to do a lot of emotional healing, so learning about your food triggers, your relationship to food, and healing those addictive patterns, so giving you all the tools that you need to heal your relationship with food, find food freedom, lose the weight for good, all of that, okay? So if you want to join, just hit me up. You can DM me at Allison Melody TV on Insta, or you can email me at info at foodhealsnation.com. It's super affordable to join and I can create a payment plan just for you. We've got a great group so far, so I just wanted to invite you to join. If this appeals to you, we're going to get healthy AF in the next four months. So let's do it together. All right, those are my updates personally, and then I do have an update from your favorites at Organifi. So For those of you who love Organifi as much as I do, they're celebrating National Green Juice Day, which is Friday, January 26th. So to celebrate, Organifi is offering Food Heals listeners free shipping on green juice all week starting Monday. That includes both their original mint flavor and the crisp apple. So you'll get free shipping if you purchase green juice. Plus, of course, you get 20% off with my discount code, Food Heals. And the dates for that is 123 to 126. And other exciting news, you can also get gold travel packs, the 14 count of gold travel packs at 50% off, plus free shipping until January 30th. And of course, 20% off with my code as always. And that is how I sleep. I can't sleep without the gold. Gold is a delicious superfood tea that contains powerful superfoods and mushrooms to help you sleep and recover so you can wake up feeling refreshed and energized. It supports relaxation. It supports a healthy immune response and a healthy response to stress. So check that out. That is from the 20th to the 30th. All right. So those are amazing discounts for you, Food Heals Nation. Of course, it's all over at OrganifiShop.com slash Food Heals. Use my discount code Food Heals and you'll get that free shipping. You'll get that 20% off. You'll get all the discounts. All right. Next up, my interview with Laura. The Food Heals Podcast starts now. 
All right. Welcome, Food Heals Nation. Thanks for joining me. I'm Allison Melody. And I am Laura Powers with Healing Powers Podcast. And so happy to be talking with you, Allie. So today we want to talk about mold because we both have mold experiences. Yours was from a while ago. Mine is very recent. In fact, I'm still dealing with it, to be honest. But you also wanted to share with us kind of energetically what that can mean, which is like, what I want to geek out on. I'm so excited. But uh, first, um, because your mold experience happened first, I would love for you to share what your experience was and kind of how you handled it. And I'll share mine as well. And then we can go from there. How does that sound? Absolutely. Yeah. So I'd love to share. And I'm very passionate about talking about this because mold is actually a really huge health issue. And it's a lot more common and prevalent than people know. And because it's not that known, I think many times people end up kind of dismissing it or, or not understanding that that's what they're dealing with. And it has really serious health consequences. And I believe that many of the serious health issues that I ended up dealing with later on initially were as a result of this mold situation that I had to deal with. So years ago, I worked at the University of Colorado. I worked in a, um, the Alumni Association and I worked in this old building. It was a really beautiful building. And the next office next door to me ended up having quite a bit of mold and it, it was a black mold. And it was so big, like that you could actually see a big black spot on the wall. And they came in and they cut out drywall in the next office over and then they replaced the drywall. And I didn't think too much about it. Like I knew it was bad, but they, you know, seemed to take care of it, at least on a surface level. And what I didn't know is that if you don't do some serious mitigation efforts, it's it's basically continuing to be in the air. And so it was at that time when I was working at that job when I started to develop somewhat chronic sinus infections. And I would just, you know, get what appeared to be like a cold and then it would just turn into like the sinus infection. And then I was on a series of rounds of antibiotics. And I didn't know then, as I know now, that when you're on antibiotics, especially repeatedly, it can really destroy your gut bacteria. And your gut bacteria is basically your immunity. <laughs> so right. I think this created a sort of cascade of health effects for me, where it went from, you know, to these kind of cold situations, sinus infections, repeated rounds of antibiotics. And then um, after I'd already quit that job and I had actually moved to Seattle and I was living in a, a humid place. So then I was dealing with mold um, in my sleeping situation that I started to have some pretty serious health issues. And it took me a long time to figure out even what was going on. I think I was really medically gaslit at the time. You know, I was going, Ooh. yeah, I know it's such a horrible thing. And for those who don't know, gaslighting is when basically people tell you like it's all in your head. <laughs> Um, yeah. So they make you feel crazy for the feelings and experiences that you are having and experiencing. And they go, no, that's not valid. And you're like, wait, it's not. And then you think you're the one that's crazy. Exactly. So I was having a series of issues. One was that I had gained weight and I couldn't seem to lose it no matter what I did. Exercise, count my calories, all things that had worked before. I was basically doing what I'd done before, but not having the same results. I also was not sleeping. I just felt really low energy and loudly as a whole. And when I went to the doctors, they basically just were like, you're depressed. Here's a depression pill. <laughs> Here's an antidepressant. Yes, I've been through that as well. Yeah. Right. And I just was like, look, I yeah, I'm, I'm not mentally not doing so great here, but it's because I just really feel terrible. And I then basically started to do my own research and end up reading um, Dr. Oz's book, You on a Diet. And I, I basically medically diagnosed myself 
with polycystic ovary syndrome and went to the doctor, the OBGYN, and she said, yes, you have this. Um, but it's basically, you know, when you are around mold, it messes up so many things in your body. And so even my body's ability to process different foods, my body's ability to have hormone regulation. So polycystic ovary syndrome is, uh, you know, connected with hormone regulation and also insulin and insulin resistance. So when I messed up my gut, I essentially messed up my body's ability to process foods. I was also dealing with a whole host of allergies. Like I went and got allergy testing and, and it was so severe. My reaction that at one point during the test, they're like, can you breathe okay? Because my arm swelled up like so big. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, so the, anyway, there were a series of health problems and there were lifestyle changes that I ended up making. And I, I still am healing, I think, to a degree. But really at the beginning of a lot of this was being in this moldy environment. And if you are dealing with mold, just know that there's so many issues that can come from being in that environment, whether you're living in it or working in it. And unless it's handled properly with real mitigation, it it's not going to go away if you just like paint over it. I remember I had a, a, yeah. <laughs> a like a guy from the management company, an apartment that I was living in, basically just suggested I just bleach it. And I was like, bleach just whitens it. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't actually permanently kill the mold spores, the protein. So unless you really get professional mitigation, you're just going to keep on dealing with those health impacts. Okay. So I want to talk about the remediation because that's what I'm doing right now, which I believe is what you're saying when you say mitigation. It's very important. That is literally what I'm going through at this moment as we speak. So I want to talk about that. But before I get there, can you take me back? When did you make the realization and connect it like, oh my gosh, my office, then my home and make that connection and that was like this aha moment that was like, this makes sense. And then did you test yourself like medically or with, um, you know, functional medicine testing to determine the amount of mold in your body? Like, how did you make that determination or have that aha moment? So I had someone as an expert on mold on my podcast, and, and this was years ago, and that's when I started to really put two and two together. So it literally took for me having this you know alternative health podcast and spiritual podcast to kind of put two and two together for you know many, many years prior. And I, no, I didn't get the you know test to know what was still in my body, but by the time I was, you know, figuring this out. It was literally years after the mold exposure. So I don't yeah. know how much of that would have been in my body. At that point, it was more just the sort of cascade of health effects that happened afterwards. Um, right. That, that and basically talking with other people that dealt with mold, you know, there are some very similar things that tend to happen with people. And not everyone is as sensitive to mold as others. So some people could be in that same moldy environment and not react as strongly. Um, and then others can have a very strong reaction. And once you've been exposed to mold, you typically end up getting more sensitive to it in the future. So if I end up going into a place with mold and let's say try to live there or be in it for a prolonged period of time, I'm going to have a stronger reaction in my body than say someone who probably has not been exposed to strong mold before. Right. Okay. And so once you realize, okay, I've been exposed to mold, this is probably 
one of the causes of my health problems or probably the largest cause of my multiple health problems that I'm now experiencing. What do we do about mold? We talked about, you said mitigation. I was talking about remediation, which I think are the same things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Please tell me, but like, what are the steps that you need to take? Yeah. So by all means, I'm not a mold expert. So I just want to say that. So I'm just going to talk about this in very basic principles, but essentially- yeah, these are just our experiences because yeah. a lot of times like we have experiences in life and that's how- sharing our experiences helps someone else figure out what's going on. Yeah. So I think the first thing is it is important to, you know, get a professional in there who can test for the mold and specifically tell you what kind of mold it is, uh, because there are certain molds that are much more dangerous and toxic, like black mold, where you can have really serious health consequences. And then there are other molds which are still bad, but not, you know, so dangerous in terms of a human um, or animal health perspective. So, you know, finding out what is the mold that you're dealing with and getting a lab test, I think is very, very helpful for that. So, you know, research and find an expert in your area that can come in and do that. And then it's important to, for the remediation or mitigation to, Find someone who has specific experience with that. If you come in and get someone that, yeah, they only just cut out the drywall and they're not, you know, putting there's specific sprays and things that they put down, which actually basically kill the mold and protein and keep it from, um, you know, essentially propagating in the future. Um, then you could have a situation where it just essentially comes back. Even if it's not visible, it's in the air. The spores are there. And the other thing is getting rid of, you know, and and potentially um, removing things that have been exposed that maybe are not going to, you know, be able to be uh, cleared of those spores. So in many cases, when you have this process, you end up having to get rid of, you know, certain furniture, clothes, you know, belongings um, that essentially are going to have the spores on them. Yeah. And I think that's the hardest part is that most people don't go to the next level. And that's actually where I am right now in making the decision of how I'm going to move forward because can I stay in this house? So I'm happy to share my experience and tell you how I got here. And then we can talk about um, what I'm currently doing and then what it means like spiritually and all of that. Like I'm, I know that you're going to share that with us. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's so important. First of all, the physical is very real. You know, there's something going on there, but whenever we're doing, dealing with some kind of physical symptom or situation, there is always an energetic spiritual aspect to it underneath. Okay. So maybe you can diagnose me, but here I go. <laughs> so as you know, Laura, and I'm kind of proud of this. I'm kind of a bitch about it. I haven't been sick in four years and I have a very specific vitamin healing protocol that I use on a daily basis to keep my immune system as boosted as possible. So getting toxic mold exposure and what I'm calling mold poisoning based on my research was a shock to my system and took me down, took me down and got me sick and gave me all the symptoms just like you're talking about that I hadn't had in four years. And so essentially what happened is this. During the month of December, we're in January as of this recording, I started running the heat. I hadn't run the heat in this house before because I had only lived here since the spring. I had moved in in the spring, so I didn't need the heat. And then, as you know, Laura, you and I were out on adventures um, in the Middle East and traveling, and we went all over the place and uh, London and uh, Sharm el-Sheikh and... um, Egypt, and we had an amazing time. So I wasn't home in November. I wasn't running the heat until December. 
Well, I start running the heat. And for the first time in years, I start getting a light sore throat. Well, it wasn't enough for me to worry about. It wasn't even enough for me to go get a COVID test. It wasn't enough for me to stop working, but it was just present. So I Googled it, Googled it. And as you Google something, you can always confirm what you think, right? So immediately it confirmed, yes, starting the heat can very often cause um, a minor sore throat. So I was like, oh, I guess that's it. No big deal. Well, then I go home for the holidays. I go to Atlanta. I go to North Carolina. I stayed at friends' places and everyone's running the heat. I didn't have a single sore throat problem at all. I get back to my house. It was like the day, I think it was the day before New Year's, the 30th or 31st. And immediately I have a sore throat. I'm like, my home is making me sick. What is this? So I open up the vent in my bedroom. And as soon as I opened it, it is like black dirt, dander, dust, and what can only be described as black mold. I Googled it to look at the photos. I texted a few people. My friend who had dealt with mold poisoning in his home, like you had dealt with before, said, that is toxic black mold. Don't touch it. Get the F out. Okay. (laughs) So... It took me a few days, but um, because it was New Year's to get someone to come over. So a guy comes over. He's not a mold specialist. He's like the HVAC guy for the house. He comes over and he takes all of the vents, all of the covers off of all of the vents in my home. Okay. So, and I had gone in and looked at all of the vents and found black mold in every room, uh, my guest room, my bedroom, my podcast studio, my living room, my two bathrooms. Only not the kitchen, but the kitchen one I had cleaned. So I don't know if I had cleaned it out and not noticed it. So I found mold in every room. So the guy comes over and he says, yeah, that's toxic mold. He goes, my wife won't let me touch this. We got to get a professional in here. So he was already confirming and he's not a mold guy, but he knew because of his experience. So he took all the covers off of my vents and left. Then I go, I don't think that the vent, the covers of the vents should be off. So then I call the landlord. He's like, well, because those were more dangerous because they were so dirty, we took them off. Like, that's better for you to protect you. And I'm like, I don't think this logic makes sense. No. Yeah, I agree with you, Allie. (laughs) Right? But this is brand new to me. And I'm also like, is this all in my head? Is this really making me sick? I don't know. Right? This is new to me. I had done one mold interview on Food Heals years ago. I didn't remember how toxic it could be. I didn't remember how that the whole host of health problems it could have. So that night I go to sleep, as I always do, under the moldy, disgusting vent with no cover on it. And I woke up basically in the middle of the night, early morning, sicker than I've ever been. I was so nauseous. I felt like I was going to throw up, but couldn't throw up. I felt a sore throat. I felt um, stuffed up. I felt all of the things that you feel when you are sick as shit. I hope I can cuss on your show. You yes, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and I realized immediately that, I mean, it was, there was a no brainer that the fact that those covers had been taken off was all I needed to go next level with the fact that my immune system was already down because of the mold living there for a month, running the heat. So I read that when the heat or, you know, the heat uh, activates the mold spores. So that's why it's very important not to run the heat or to get out when you can. And so that was already happening, brought my immune system down. And then I was down for the count. So I called the landlord and I Thankfully, he agreed to get me a hotel because I said, I cannot live here. I'm not willing to compromise my health. And thank God he was like, yeah, get a hotel. And then they uh, went ahead and redid 
the entire HVAC system. So that's a win, Laura. I'm very, very happy about that. However, it's kind of like you said earlier, speaking to your experience at the office, like, yeah, they can take out the drywall, but if the mold spores are still in the air or if the problem causing the mold is not addressed, then we're still going to have problems. The mold spores are on your furniture the mold spores are in your body. The mold spores are on your floor. They're on your couches. They're in your clothes. And the walls and in the walls and the ducts. So even if they replace that, it's still basically there on a microscopic level. Exactly. So that's why we need the next step, which I learned from talking to people like you and doing research online, is the mold remediation. And that's when um, a professional company comes in, a mold remediation company comes in and they inspect and they figure out, okay, how do we clean this furniture? How do we filter the air? So they use a specialized filtration system to capture the microscopic spores out of the air and basically kill them with these HEPA vacuums and all of that to prevent the spread of the mold and they clean all your furniture with specialized equipment. Y'all know I don't know what this is, right? This is from my research. And they eliminate the colonies and they help prevent the new colonies of mold spores from forming, all of that stuff. And then they do all the things and then they test. And if they test and there's still mold, that's when you get rid of your furniture. And that's what I understand. And that's the process I'm in the middle of right now. Yes. It's so important. If you don't do it completely, you could end up just kind of creating the whole cycle all over again. And again, some people are going to be more sensitive to this, but in particular for those who live and work from home like you typically do, you know, you don't get a break from it. So I have a friend who had mold and I told him, I I said, I think you have mold. And he, um, I think kind of dismissed it. I don't think he understood how serious mold can be. And then COVID happened and essentially he would normally leave during the day to go to the office. Well, the office was shut down. So he was in his environment for 24 hours a day and he developed asthma and some like nasal pause and some serious health issues. And I think it was literally because he was not getting a break from that environment that these mm. issues seemed to suddenly manifest for him. So I think his body was dealing with it the whole time. But you know, when you're not getting a break from it at any time, obviously it's harder and harder for your body to, to heal and defend itself from this kind of all out attack that's happening 24 hours a day. Yeah, absolutely. And so what are some of the things that you've done now to combat the mold when it comes to your health? Because like, okay, we talked about the remediation and what you can do with your home, but at the same time, we have to detox. And I know you and I have talked privately, you've texted me what you've done. So I would really love to tell Food Heals Nation and Healing Powers listeners as well. What is the process that you're doing for your body to remediate your own body? <laughs> yeah. So again, I want to stress, if you're still in an, an environment that's mold, that's has to be the number one process that it's basically not that effective to try to to detox if you're still being exposed to those toxins. So mold creates what's called mycotoxins. And mycotoxins are toxins specifically from fungus and mold. And they can be environmental, like what we're talking about. They can also be in food. Um, So a lot of times people are getting sick from, say, coffee beans or something that have mycotoxins or something that they're consuming that they don't even realize has these toxins in the body. So it's, it's a type of toxin, just like other type of toxins, but they're incredibly strong. So there's several things that you can do. And I definitely recommend, you know, try to find and connect with a a health practitioner who can specifically help you 
you know, go through this process and, and know uh, what will help you, you know, through lab testing, et cetera. That said, I do think there are some things that can be helpful. Um, one is if you're immediately in that environment, um, anything that helps with detox is is great. Uh, one that I have really used quite a bit is activated charcoal. Um, it's not good for long-term use, however, because it can pull minerals and vitamins from your body. But in like a short mm -hmm. term, like when you're really dealing with some high toxicity, it can be helpful for example, have food poisoning, or let's say, yeah, you're in an, in an environment where you have a lot of toxins. Um, longer term, I love bioactive carbon, um, which has humic acid and fulvic acid. Um, so those are a couple of supplements that I have found to be very helpful. Um, and then just, you know, eating cleanly, basically making sure you're drinking good water, you know, avoiding tap water, which typically has a lot of toxins in it, making sure that you're drinking good quality water and having healthy food. And then, and I, I would also recommend if you're dealing specifically with mold, researching foods that are high in mycotoxins. For example, coffee is typically high in mycotoxins. And, oh no! And avoid Don't ruin coffee. And avoiding <laughs> and avoiding you know those maybe as you're dealing with you know coming off of that mold toxicity, and healing the gut. Anything you can do to heal the gut um, is going to be helpful because you know, so we have this gut brain connection. So what affects the sinuses affects the gut and vice versa. So let's say you're breathing in all these mold spores, it's going in your sinuses. And that's how a lot of people typically experience mold, at least initially is like what you talked about. And what I experienced, which is like a cold that turns maybe into a sinus infection, sore throat, you know, kind of asthma, lung, sinus stuff, throat stuff. Um, and then long enough, it'll actually start to impact your gut and your gut bacteria. So helping to heal your gut is going to help your sinuses and vice versa. Food Heals Nation, when you're trying to detox from mold or anything else, you've got to keep your gut healthy. This is absolutely imperative. That's what Laura and I are talking about today. Make sure that you have the best probiotic on the market. I believe it's Just Thrive's probiotic and antioxidant, which is 100% spore-based and actually survives the trip from the mouth to the gut. What you may not know is that most probiotics don't actually survive that trip. If you need to keep them in the fridge, then how do you think that they're going to survive when they get in that warm belly of yours, right? So we need to make sure those probiotics survive. And that's why I have Tina here to talk about why a spore-based probiotic is the best kind of probiotic that you can get for your body. Roll it, Roxy. All right, Food Heals Nation, I'm here hanging out with Tina Anderson, the founder of Just Thrive, which is probiotics, but also so much more. So Tina, can you tell us what is a spore-based probiotic and why is it different from other probiotics out there on the market? Yeah, that's a great question, Allison. Um, a spore-based probiotic is a completely different category of probiotics. So the majority of probiotics on the market are comprised of lactobacillus and bifidobacterium. Ours are not. And we did that very intentionally because we know that those strains are sensitive organisms. They have difficulty getting to the intestines alive. Spore-based probiotics have this endospore shell around itself. And that spore shell allows it to get to the intestines alive. It's really important to remember that a probiotic, in order to be defined as a probiotic, needs to arrive alive in the intestines. It doesn't need to be alive in the refrigerator. It needs to be alive in the intestines. So right. a spore-based probiotic actually has this shell around itself. And when it has the shell around itself, it's dormant and it allows you to swallow it. It gets, you know, it's able to 
handle the temperature, your body temperature, which is very warm, 98.6. It's able to get through the stomach acid, which is very acidic, very harsh, meant to be the heart gastric barrier, and get to the intestines. And where once they get to the intestines, it takes their shell its shell off, and it goes into its live vegetative cell state when it gets to the intestines. So these are natural probiotics. These are the same type of strains that our ancestors, when they ate off the land, they roots and tubers off the land, they consume these probiotic strains. Um, so it's just, unfortunately, we don't find them in our environment today. So it's a very different approach than the majority of probiotics. One of the biggest you know, issues is survivability. The ma- vast majority of probiotics just simply do not survive that journey to the intestines. And most of them are basically dead bacteria therapy, where spore-based probiotics get there 100% alive, where they're staying there for about 21 to 28 days and making a true change in the microbial environment. In fact, one of the studies that we did uh, right away was showing that just after about two weeks, uh, we saw a 30% favorable shift in the microbiome in the strains in the gut. So um, that's a pretty profound shift in just 30 days. So, and, and that's the resu- reason we see such profound you know, results with people who start on the product. So it's really exciting. And it's definitely the, the new category of probiotics out there, even though it's where you know, our ancestors were consuming these strains on a daily basis. Wow. We're always going back to basics, right? But we yeah. made it overcomplicated. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank you so much for breaking that down for us, Tina. I really appreciate it. So Food Heals Nation, stop throwing away money on probiotics that are going to die before they hit your gut and heal yourself. Boost your immunity with Just Thrive Probiotics. Go to justthrivehealth.com. Use the coupon code FOODHEALS15. You'll get 15% off your order. Tina, thanks again so much for clarifying that. Oh, you bet. Thank you so much, Allison. Who else wants a free, fresh bottle of olive oil shipped straight to their door? Let me back up. The first time I went to Italy, I finally tasted real olive oil for the first time. It's not that I had never had olive oil before, of course, in the States, but the difference was I was having olive oil made fresh from olives that were growing on the property in Ravello off the Amalfi Coast. It was an experience I will never forget, and I ended up shipping like six bottles of it home because I couldn't bear to go back to store-bought processed olive oil. Well, the same thing happened to TJ Robinson. He's also known as the olive oil hunter. He learned that olive oil packs the most flavor and the healthiest nutrients when it's fresh from the farm. And that's the problem with your typical like supermarket olive oil. The olive oil is not fresh. They can sit on the shelf for months, years, growing stale. And that's why I'm so excited that I now get my olive oil direct from small award-winning farms. Thanks to TJ, who I just did an olive oil tasting with, which was so fun. I absolutely fell in love with their vibrant, fresh, grassy flavors. They're totally delicious. They're great on veggies, pasta, salad, you name it. And TJ has his fresh-pressed olive oil club and food heals nation he will send you a full-size bottle worth 
$39 of one of the world's finest, most artisanal olive oils, fresh from the latest harvest, but he's only going to charge you $1 to help cover shipping. There's no commitment to buy anything now or ever. It's his gift to Food Heals Nation. So you can get your free $39 bottle for just $1 shipping. Taste the difference. Taste the freshness. You can go to getfresh323.com. That's getfresh323.com. You'll get your free bottle and you'll pay $1 for shipping. Getfresh323.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. I wonder if you have any thoughts on, and I know there's probably a lot of ways to do this. There's ways that we can do this as consumers, but also we might need to have professionals do to check for mold. So for example, I found my mold by opening up my events and I found it and it was astounding, but sometimes it's more hidden. So what are some ways that we can search for it? Oh, the other thing I was going to mention is that we also found green mold in my old house in LA um, shortly before I moved out. And the crazy thing about that is that both of my dogs, for no reason that we ever could figure out, because they ate, please, the cleanest diet ever and had the best lives ever because they had Mama Allie as their owner who fed them greens all day, right? Um, And they both had huge tumors that had to be Mm. surgically removed and we never knew the cause. And if it happens once, maybe you think it's that animal or that breed or something, but it happened to both my small little dogs had huge tumors that had to be cut off. And now we look back and we're like, wow, that absolutely must have been it. And of course, I can't claim that for sure. But it's like, if you don't check for yourself, check for your kids, check for your dogs, because they're more likely to be affected than our bigger bodies. Like, they're, they have little bodies. If their kids or dogs or pets or any kind of animals, they're more likely to be affected. So yeah, Laura, I would love to hear if you have any advice on how to check for mold or how you found mold in the past. Sure. So obviously if there's visible mold and that's serious, but a lot of people are living in environments where there is mold and it's not visible, or at least it's not visible to the eye. So if there's visible mold, obviously, you know, bring someone in, have it checked right away. The longer that you're in these environments, the longer that, you know, those negative health impacts can, you know, happen. And, and this is my opinion, but I I have been shown psychically that, you know, left long enough with mold, you can develop, you know, immune disorders, you know, chronic issues, um, and, you know, even cancers, uh, you know, basically it's, it's increasing the toxicity in your body. Anytime you increase toxicity, you impact your, you know, cell functioning, you know, it, it basically lays the groundwork for serious health issues one way or the other. So yeah, if you, if you specifically, if you see visible mold, absolutely have it tested. Um, you know, I definitely recommend finding a professional in your area who can do the specific test to tell you what type of mold it is. Um, there's 
there's also uh, companies where you can order, you know, petri dishes and then like swab it and then after a period of time see what grows and then have it lab tested from there. But I, if you mm. can afford it, I, I highly recommend bringing in a professional. And and at the same time, also honor what you're feeling because I had a situation where I was living in an apartment and I'm like, there's mold here because I'm so sensitive. Like I, I'm like, there's mold. And contacted management and you know they sent out a guy to look for the like they're basically have a meter that senses uh moisture and they're like there's there's none you know and i'm like so then i hired my own mold guy he even came out and was like i don't see anything but i'm like there's something and then i had two mm -hmm. two guests that stayed in the guest room and like got cold symptoms when they were staying there so i'm like okay so i have three people now who are saying like something's going on and oh my gosh. Speaking of, you even told me that you felt more tired when you stayed at my house in yes. my guest room, which my guest room had mold in the vents, which I found later. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, you said okay. that. I did. Yeah. So that's one thing. You'll just feel more fatigued, like harder to sleep, or you just feel like you're dragging all the time. Um, so I, I was basically like, look, I don't want to tell you mold expert, but it can happen where even the mold expert doesn't find it first. So I just was like, well, I'm just going to kind of wait and see what unfolds. So a couple months later, um, my toilet in the guest bathroom uh, just didn't, you know, it just didn't stop running. And so I lifted up the tank lid and it was full of mold. So mm -hmm. it was growing inside the toilet tank. And so it was, oh it was very, uh, you know, from a certain perspective, it was controlled, but still those spores are coming out. Right. And so I literally had it tested and then I showed it to the management company and they came and they replaced the whole toilet. And, <laughs> um, in that case, it wasn't a very like dangerous type of mold. Um, and I was leaving. So I was like, I'm not going to end up, I was basically, my lease was up. So I wasn't going to end up doing like a lot more, but that, you know, you have to really push and ask for them to, to, you know, fix and modify, you know, what's going on and always honor what your body is telling you, even if the tests aren't confirming it. So this is definitely a complicated thing. Um, but one of the things I want to address is let's say you have a bathroom where you, you have cracks in the tiles or, you know, the grout or something, Anywhere where there's moisture that can get in behind a wall, it's likely to grow. So that's mm. where a lot of people have it where they don't know because they can't see it. Um, but if you have cracks in tiles or grout or anything like that, um, it's it's in a moist environment. It's basically like a perfect environment for mold to grow. And when when that happens they and they have to come in, they typically have to like, you know, pull out the drywall, do the um, remediation, and then, you know, kind of put the bathroom back together with new, new, you know, fixtures and everything. You know, it's interesting because when you purchase a house, they do an inspection. You're not going to move into that house unless you know it is clear of everything and you are willing to move in. When you rent a property, whether it is a year lease or on Airbnb or even a hotel, you're not testing. You're not testing before you move. Not, maybe now I will demand. But then if I demand they test for a rental, they might just give the rental property to someone else. So it's just an interesting world we live in where this isn't really talked about. This isn't really acknowledged. This isn't a big enough deal. Like we have smoke detectors to detect a fire. Why don't we have mold detectors to detect mold? Like it's just not talked about enough in the way that I think it needs to be. Absolutely. So 
If you walk into a place and it smells musty, that can be a sign, not necessarily, but it can be. Obviously looking for visible signs of mold, like like you ended up doing, you know, pulling out the, um, you know, the vents, making sure those are clean, looking at that, looking for cracks in, you know, tile or um, grout. Um, these kinds of things can help. One of the challenges is a lot of these mold tests, you know, they, they don't come back right away. I do feel like we're going to get technology at some point where you can test very quickly, but typically you have to take a swab and then they send it to a lab and then you get the results back. And I would say the fastest would probably be like two days. Um, so that is a challenge, but also just pay attention to your body. Um, you know, do you have itchy nose and mouth? Do you, do you feel tired, low energy? You know, do you develop a cough? All of these things are really important to pay attention to. Yeah, that's a good point. And for me, it was easy. Because I never get sick, I was like, I have to point to something else because it did not make sense. Um, and I know a lot of people would just not understand that. But if you're used to the way that you get sick, or you're used to not getting sick, and something hits you a little bit different, or something becomes chronic, and you can't put your finger on it, search your house. Because a lot of times it can begin there. Or search your office, which was the case with you, Laura. Like right. It was the place you were spending most of your time. Absolutely. And you know, before it gets to seem really serious, there's still likely to be health impacts. Like I remember when you and I were traveling, Ellie, and I was like, I feel like you're sleeping a lot. And I think you were yes. already, you were already like still before you got sick, sick, you, I think your immune system was kind of struggling with that increased toxic load from the molds. I think you're absolutely right. And at the time, like I didn't put all of this together until later. Cause like, girl, I can take a nap. So I'm like, yeah, no, I'm tired. We're traveling. But that now looking back and knowing Knowing what I know now, that makes so much sense. And so it's like, all right, if you're having a pattern interrupt of how you normally feel, that is something to look at. And so that's why I wanted to do the show with you because as soon as I realized what was going on and I started talking to a couple of friends about it, including yourself, everyone had a mold story. It was crazy. Everyone was sending me advice. Everyone was like, make sure you do the mold remediation. Make sure that you take these supplements. Make sure that you detox. Get out. Don't touch it. Don't clean it. All this advice was coming to me because so many people had been through it, but people aren't talking about it. And um, one thing that you had talked to me about offline that I would love to share with Healing Powers and Food Heals Nation is like, what are some of the things that you see from your perspective as like why these things might be happening to us spiritually and emotionally and that type of thing? Yes. Very important. And before we do that, I just want to mention one thing, which is yeah. you can be in a dry environment and still have a mold problem. Because oh God. <laughs> some people might think, oh, I live in the desert, so there can't be mold. It's just not true. I, you know, my experience with mold in um, my office was in Colorado, which is generally a very dry place. My friend um, that I was talking about who had it in his house, that was in Colorado, very dry place. Um, it can be, I'm here in Nevada, it could be there, as long as there at one point was a source of moisture. So, for example, a plumbing leak or something or a hard rain that leaked, you know, into the wall, whatever, that's all it takes is at some point there was a source of water. It doesn't even have to be there anymore for the mold spores to still be there. So I just wanted to make sure to mention that. Obviously, yes, if you thank you. if you live in a humid environment, it's, you know, it's more likely as a general rule. But so yes, yeah. the sort of energetic aspects or spiritual aspects, emotional aspects of mold. So 
in many ways, from my perspective as a psychic, like everything is about energy and vibration, right? And yeah. if you're if you're dealing with mold, um, I believe uh, that you're being shown that there's some pattern in your life where you're allowing toxicity in. Mm. You're, you're. Oh my god, that resonates so much. <laughs> <laughs> so, so basically, it's it's some kind of boundary issue, and that could be in different areas. It could be, you know, work. It could be a romantic partner. It could be with family. You know, friends. Um, maybe even, you know, the foods and and supplements or whatever it is that you're allowing in your body. Uh, but basically, energetically and vibrationally, mold is very toxic. It's it's very taking. Like it's not a symbiotic. <laughs> Type of situation, mm-hmm. right? Where you can like cohabitate with mold in a loving, positive. <laughs> you oh know, my situation. god, it's your toxic ex-boyfriend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's your narcissistic ex. Yeah. So if you they just won't let go. <laughs> if you are dealing with mold, I also encourage everyone to just ask themselves, you know, what am I allowing and accepting in my life that is not healthy for me? It could be just the mold, but it's likely that maybe there's some other areas that it's also coming in. So, um, for example, when I was working in that moldy environment, I was also, you know, married and in a very toxic relationship. And it took me a while to, to understand just how toxic that relationship was. Um, I also think I had unhealthy boundaries in work in many ways in terms of what I was, um, allowing and and accepting. So maybe in more than one area, but basically I, I would just check in and just know that it's unlikely that you're just dealing with mold on its own, unless there's some other kind of specific energetic or vibrational issue that's being brought to your attention. So I'll get woo-woo with you. I know you host the woo-woo mastermind, (laughs) so we can do this. Yes. (laughs) But yeah, I was talking about this earlier today on my Healthy AF Call, which is a course that I do with some Food Heals Nation members. And we were talking about how when you are in a state of abundance, lack cannot exist. When you are in a state of health, sickness cannot exist. And I know that it's hard to grasp some of these concepts, but I really want to instill that when you decide, I live in a world that is abundant. I live in a world of perfect health. I live in a world where everything that I believe to be true just is. Then there's no room for those other types of things to exist. And I know we're getting woo-woo, but I am basically at the point where I am commanding my life that I only live in a state of perfect health. Nothing can affect me. I only live in a state of perfect abundance. Nothing can affect me. I am in perfect health all of the time and I declare it hourly. And that is my advice. Obviously do all the things you need to do. Cross them off the to-do list. Get the mold remediation done. Get your house in order. Get the things taken care of. And then there's no space for anything other than perfect health and perfect abundance. Food Heals Nation, do you want free vitamin D for a year? Of course you do. That's what our friends over at Athletic Greens want to offer you today when you place your order for AG1. AG1 is their delicious pineapple-flavored greens powder that is so much more than just a greens powder. It's your daily multivitamin 
and multi-mineral, your prebiotic, your probiotic, your immunity support. It's got those critical phytonutrients. It's got those critical adaptogens. And AG1 creates an environment where the gut can thrive so the body can thrive too. So go to athleticgreens.com slash foodheals. You'll get your free one-year supply of vitamin D3 and K2, which work synergistically together in the body and will last for one year when you take the correct amounts plus five free travel packs with your order of the delicious pineapple flavored AG1. So you can say goodbye to piles of pills and countless powders and just take AG1 on the daily. There is a 60 day money back guarantee. You can send it back if you don't like it, but I'm pretty sure you will. It supports your immunity, gives you your daily dose of vitamin C, zinc, functional mushrooms, and so much more. It's great for the microbiome and Like I said, it's delicious. So I know you've had a lot of powders out there. They don't always taste good, but let me tell you that AG1, that pineapple flavor, it's good. It's easy. You can take it just with water. You can throw it in a smoothie. You can even bake with it. You can do anything you want with it to get those greens in, help get the greens into your kid's diet as well, because I think they'll like it better when it tastes like pineapple than when it tastes like greens. Let's be honest, right? Of course, it's gluten-free, sugar-free, nut-free, dairy-free, egg-free, no GMOs, herbicides, or pesticides, no artificial colors, flavors, or preservatives or sweeteners. That's something I can get behind. So go to athleticgreens.com slash foodheals and get your subscription on for your free vitamin D plus K2 plus five free travel packs. Athleticgreens.com slash foodheals. Yeah, I think it's a combination of setting our intentions about what we want and then anything that shows up that's not, you know, creating that, then having boundaries with it and releasing and clearing that from our lives. So for example, you know, you can have a super positive mindset, but if you're dealing with this like super toxic thing, you know, like, I'm sorry, but like, if you're in a like nuclear bomb goes off, (laughs) you're probably still going to like have problems with that because the energy of it is so toxic, right? So it's a combination of your positive mindset and then taking physical action steps to make sure that your physical environment, your relationships and everything match what it is that you're desiring, that energy that you're talking about. And I also felt specifically to mention that uh, dealing with mold, being in a moldy environment um, can specifically cause depression and anxiety. So mm. let's say you're like, I'm doing all the things, I'm being yeah. positive, I'm using my tools, and I don't know why I just am stuck in this kind of funk, feeling you know, depressed or having anxiety, then it could be this because the energy of mold is so toxic it essentially, you know, it overwhelms your immune system and then it creates mycotoxins and that creates even potential brain imbalances. And just your body is basically on high stress, high alert when you're around this stuff. Mm. Well, I might move. I haven't decided yet. Like I said, I'm still in the middle of this process, maybe halfway through in terms of my home. Um, and so I will keep you updated, Laura. I will keep you up late, updated, Food Heals Nation. Anyone who wants to hear more, you know, feel free to reach out to me. Feel free to reach, reach out to Laura. Um, we are not experts, but we are learning it as we go and we've been through it. So we're happy to help if it helps you. Uh, Laura, anything else to add? Yeah, just, you know, talk with other people that I've dealt with this. And like I said, I feel like it's this huge problem that just isn't really understood very much. Uh, And you can still find people say, oh, bleach kills mold. I'm like, it may kill it on the surface, but it's not killing the spores everywhere. So, you you know, 
just be aware that there's a lot of incomplete information out there. And so, yeah, Google helps to a certain degree, but I think that this is still being understood in the bigger picture and the long term. So, yeah, find someone, an expert that deals with the remediation or mitigation. And then also ideally finding, you know, a health practitioner that can help you very specifically with, you know, detoxing from the mold exposure is really great. Yeah. To your point, it's like Google says you can clean it with gloves and like baking soda or something. And yeah, you can, but you are aggravating the mold. You are creating more spores to then dissipate into the environment that you are in. So don't take Google's word for it. Everyone that I've spoken to that has dealt with mold problems, every mold remediator who does this for a living would say, absolutely do not do that. Have professionals go in there and do it because your health is going to be compromised if you do. Well, right. And also, okay, let's say it. you're dealing with the mold in the shower or whatever. But that's not dealing with the mold behind the walls in the docks, which is what you dealt with. So, you know, you can only do with that with the mold that you have access to. But that's the problem with mold. It's never just where you're looking at it. It's, it's you know, quite, oh, Lord. you know, <laughs> yeah. pervasive. I'm like, I'm like looking at the, I'm finally, this is like, this is my first day back at my house in my studio, by the way. I'm like looking around the walls. Like, I'm like, is it here? I don't know. Yeah, I really feel like at some point we're going to get some kind of attachment to cell phone where you can like scan and it'll like see, show you or something. And I'm just excited for that Brilliant. to happen. Yeah, um, totally. Well, this has been amazing. Uh, so if you're dealing with this, just first of all, know you're not alone. If you're being medically gaslit about it, you're not crazy because um, like I've experienced this where they're like, there's no mold. And then there was uh, just, you know, mm. trust your body, trust yourself, and then, you know, connect with community and experts who are able to help you. I love that. Thank you so much for all your advice and sharing your story. My pleasure. I love getting the word out about this. And just also uh, ask your angels and spirit guides to help you with boundaries and tools and resources to help you with your mold and environment, if that, that's something you're dealing with. Well, Allie, I always love talking with you. And I know we're going to do another podcast soon talking about travel and some other more fun topics, but you know, you have to, to deal with this stuff if it's coming up as well. <laughs> yeah. I figure if this is going on for me and it's gone on for you, that it's probably go- going on for a lot of our listeners. And so I, you know, I figure let's share. And um, yeah, I think my final message is detox your home, detox your body, detox your life. Let's go. Yes. And, you know, when you detox, you might detox one area and then another area comes up for detoxing. So for immerse, for me first, it was like my food and then it was like my skin and cleaning products. And then maybe it's your mm-hmm. overall. So, you know, it comes in waves. So if you're dealing with this, don't feel like, oh my God, I'm like backtracking, or whatever. It's just another area that you're being, you know, guided to kind of shore up your boundaries. Yeah. And you'll improve which, with each detox. Exactly. Awesome. Well, I just, for my listeners, I want to thank you for listening. And if you want more information about me, you can go to my website, healingpowers.net. You can find me on Instagram at laurapowers44 and on Facebook at healingpowers. Foodhealsnation.com, Allison Melody TV. Love ya. Love you too. Thanks, Allie. <laughs> These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, developing a more positive outlook on life. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to actually start using their $39.99 a month gym membership. If you experience any of these symptoms, Snapchat your trainer immediately.